and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Defining worship within churches is very difficult because there is such a wide variety of churches and different styles of music and different ways that people feel comfortable with it. There are some churches that are very traditional. Everybody goes to church in their best Sunday clothes, and often they will sing the hymns in a very traditional style, sometimes even in four-part harmony within the congregation. To others, worship is a whole lot different than that. It involves singing of choruses and the raising of hands and sometimes even dancing as they're worshiping the Lord. Such a wide variety of music and such a wide variety of styles. I don't believe that any one style is better than any other. I just believe that God wants us to worship Him. And within that, there are also different kinds of worship songs. There are some songs that will lead us into worshiping God, and there are some songs that in and of themselves are true worship of who God is. Well, today I want to talk about one of those songs that truly is worship. It was written back in 2012 by Jenny Lee Riddle, and it's entitled Revelation Song. Just over a month ago, I began teaching the book of Revelation to a Bible study group that I have been leading now for, well, quite a number of years. Revelation is filled with intense action and exciting promises that God has for us, but it's also one of the most debated books in all of the Bible. This particular book of the Bible was written by the Apostle John when he had been exiled to the island of Patmos. And while there, God had raised him up into heaven and began to give him these visions of things that were to come. These visions are incredible. The descriptions and imagery of what is going to happen during the end times can be kind of scary to some people. The most important part of this book, the key to this book that makes everything make sense, I believe is really found in chapter 4. In the last half of that chapter, John describes the worship that takes place in heaven. He says that there are those who never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Then others join in with, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. When we read that, it can seem kind of dull, kind of, is that all there's going to be in heaven? No way. This is just a part of what's taking place. This is the most intense, beautiful, all-encompassing, powerful worship that you can possibly imagine. And this is what Revelation Song captures just a glimpse of to help us begin to understand what it's going to be like. One of the challenges that arise whenever you study prophecy is that we get our focus on the wrong place. We start thinking about what's going to happen and how it's going to happen when our focus really needs to be on who God is. And that's what John does right here in this fourth chapter. He puts the focus on Almighty God, who is worthy to be worshipped. The opening words to Revelation song say, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, holy, holy is He. Sing a new song to Him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Just a bit further along in the song, it says, With all creation I sing praise to the King of Kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. Clothed in rainbows of living color, flashes of lightning and rolls of thunder, 
Blessing and honor, strength and glory and power be to you, the only one who's king. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Whenever we go through difficult times and situations, our focus tends to be on the problems we are facing, not knowing how it will be resolved. And so we get all wrapped up in the thoughts of all the wrong ways it could go and all the wrong things that could happen. What if it doesn't work out the way we want? And when we focus on that, we lose sight of what's most important, that God sits on his throne and he cannot be removed from it. He is always going to be God. So instead of focusing on the problems, on the virus, on what might happen next, on what the government's doing or not doing, our focus needs to go back to what the song reminds us of. To the one who was and is and is to come, with all creation I sing praise to the King of Kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. In the notes that come with the podcast today, I have included a link so you can listen to the song as sung by Carrie Job. Let her lead you into a place of worship this morning, and God will lift you up and encourage you and strengthen you. Be blessed, my friends. We will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.